Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. Hello, it's episode 390. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast. My name is Leanne. We're going to be talking about my personal health journey today. I've done a couple of episodes like this because you guys wanted it. So we did episode 384 and then 387 and now today 390 going through why I went off keto and what that has been like and kind of the timeline and situations leading up to that. And now kind of like where I am personally with keto and how I see the ketogenic diet and all the things. Okay. So it's no surprise if you were following me oh, around this time last year ish, I went on Instagram and on the podcast a couple of times and said like, Hey guys, I'm not eating keto personally anymore as much as I did, aka not at all. And I needed to take a break. And unfortunately, a lot of people were really, really angry. Who knew? That's crazy. And so it's been an interesting year of just figuring out where I can be best used. You know, me not eating keto for a period of time in my life was the best thing that I needed. And so it doesn't devalue anything that I've done. I'm still the author of three best-selling keto books. I still created Happy Keto Body. I still use the ketogenic diet in my practice quite a lot um, with my one-on-one clients and programs and services and things that I offer. It's just for me personally with where I was at with all sorts of things which we're going to get in today, I made the decision to stop eating keto. And it really started around 2020, I was dealing with a lot of GI issues. I had started working with a new nurse practitioner who was phenomenal because she respected my opinions. Imagine that. And she was like, Leanne, what do you want to do? What do you need? And so I started requesting different things and support with different things I'd never had support with. And so one of those pieces was just getting my hormones super dialed in. So I... I got my period back in 2015 using the ketogenic diet. And that was really the reason why I'd started keto. (laughs) Like rewind back to 2014. I've been out without a period for seven years. Hypothalamic amenorrhea. Every doctor said you are not going to get your period back. But if you want to get pregnant, talk with us and we'll put this like I can't even remember. It was like this monitor thing on and we'll give you all these hormones and it'll be totally fine. And I'm like, something doesn't seem right here. (laughs) So I've done a ton of episodes in the past about amenorrhea and my experience and all the things, but I went to the research and I found that a ketogenic diet can be very, very helpful for resetting your hormones. And so July, 2014, I started eating keto from eating vegan. And I got to say those first 30 days were absolutely crazy. I wrote about it in a digital book called the keto beginning. I documented the first 30 days, what I learned, the huge mistakes that I made, and then posted it online. So you can learn more about all the things. And so if you want to grab that, I will include a link in the show notes for that. 
that. It's still one of my most favorite because it goes through all the beginning parts. And you know, you forget all the beginning parts as you get going. If you've been eating keto for six months, a year, two years, you just forget like all the little mistakes you made and all the little things you learned. And so I'm so happy that I documented all of that very early on. And it really helped me help other people of like, Oh, right. I struggled with this thing just like you're struggling with. Yeah. Let's not make that mistake. And so through that process of, of bringing keto into my life, it was phenomenal. I was feeling so good, but also terrible. I learned very quickly that I couldn't handle a super low carb diet for a super long time. And that brings the adrenal piece into it. So back in 2014, I believed that you had to adjust the diet to accommodate to your adrenals. Now I believe that you need to get the mitochondria. Now I know, not believe. Now I know that in order to get the body in a place where you can be in a ketogenic state long-term feeling great, the mitochondria need to be healthy. And if you remember from last episode, we were talking about my mold exposure. Dun, 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 dun. This was right around the time that I was eating keto. And, uh, my mitochondria tanked. I thought I was going to die. I was so tired. I thought it was all adrenal based. I was doing everything to support my adrenals. Nothing was working. And I started incorporating carb ups to my ketogenic diet around that time. Cause I just, my adrenals could not handle a strict ketogenic diet. And there's this balance when we are in mold, Okay, it creates something called a biological toxin, which affects our mitochondria. Mitochondria are concentrated in the adrenals. And so though a ketogenic diet can benefit mitochondria, when you're already being exposed to mold, it's this teeter-totter dance of going too hard at it can be detrimental but eating somewhat of a ketogenic diet can actually be quite beneficial to those living in or experiencing severe mold illness, which I was. So in 2015, after about a year of like really getting into keto and figuring out, okay, I definitely need carb ups. I started incorporating those carb ups on Oh gosh, at that time it was daily. I would eat keto all day. And then in the evening I would have some carbs. And I did that for probably at least nine months until I got my period back. So it was 2015 around the end of the year. I, I now have a period and I was like, yeah, doctors were wrong. This is great. Fantastic. Was so thrilled about this. And I've had a period ever since. And so my hormones definitely got better on a ketogenic diet. By the time I got my period back in 2015, a couple of months following, I started dabbling in extending my ketogenic space. So like instead of doing keto all day and then a little bit of carbs at night, I would do like every other day where I did like keto for one full day and then keto in the morning and carbs at night. And then I was doing maybe carb ups every three days, then every week. And I really dialed things in and I kind of just stayed in that space until around 2020, like did carb ups when I needed to. I was getting my cycle. My hormones were pretty good. My libido was okay. My adrenals were okay-ish. I still didn't know what was going on with my adrenals. I still didn't know why my digestion was terrible. Like there were still a bunch of question marks and we're going to cover a lot of that in our next episode where I'm going to be talking about root causes, mold, all the things regarding all of that. 
But in 2020, when I realized that I needed to start prioritizing a couple of areas I hadn't thought of, I just realized that diet wasn't enough and that the amount of time and energy and money, to be honest, that I was spending on maintaining a healthful ketogenic diet was just not conducive of my path at the time. And so I can't remember the date because 2020 was crazy for all of us. There are so many research benefits to having good fat in your diet, but there's just one little problem with all this healthy fat. If you can't properly digest the fat in your diet, you won't feel good. And a lot of people lack the many nutrients needed to digest fat. To really get the best results from any diet, whether it's carnivore, paleo, keto, or even vegan, I found that there are three things that can really help optimize your results. First, enhance your digestion and elimination. Second, boost your cellular energy. And third, rev up your fat-burning metabolism. Now, can you do all of this without any extra nutrients or nutritional supplements? 100% of course, for sure. But in my experience, the right supplements certainly can help. And one of the best aids that I've found comes from my friends over at Buy Optimizers, and it's called Capex. Here's what Capex does. First, Capex breaks down the fats that you eat into fatty acids using a proprietary lipase and dandelion extract blend. Second, Capex dramatically increases the fatty acid oxidation inside your mitochondria, both in the muscles and the liver, basically helping with the conversion of the fat you're eating into energy. Third, Capex can increase energy. If you take three to five capsules of Capex in the morning on an empty stomach, the energy is out of this world. <laughs> it feels like a cup of coffee that lasts six to 10 hours and there's no nervous system stimulation. I highly suggest trying it for yourself. You can go to kenergize.com slash keto diet. That's K-E-N-E-R-G-I-Z e.com forward slash keto diet. You'll automatically get 10% off any package of Capex with the coupon code keto diet 10, all one word. So again, that's kenergize.com slash keto diet. But I would say it was probably like around March ish or so where I was like, okay, I, I can't do keto anymore. And so I stopped, I stopped doing, I stopped. I started eating breakfast, lunch, dinner. I started incorporating carbs and friends. I did not go crazy like at all. I was still under a hundred grams and remain like I remained that way for quite some time of like around a hundred grams of carbs a day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I stopped fasting. I was eating. It was challenging, difficult. I was forcing myself to eat. And if you remember from episode 384, overcoming an eating disorder, one of the biggest things that I did for the eating disorder was anytime I was hungry, it didn't matter if it was in the middle of the night, at a random time while I was driving, I would stop and eat. And that was just start honoring my, my hunger cues. And I had noticed that by fasting and fasting and fasting and fasting and oh, don't you know what? I love fasting. It is one of my favorite activities because I don't really like food. I know it makes 
come as a surprise to a lot of people, especially because I've written cookbooks, but like, I don't love, love food. And I think that's the eating disorder piece and the history there of just, just don't really like it. It doesn't bring me absolute joy. And so when, when I, when I decided not to fast anymore, it was really, really hard because I had to eat. Ugh. <laughs> and so I did that for quite some time while I was addressing mold and parasites. And that continued on till around, well, just a couple of months ago, really, where I feel like I have such a good handle on the root cause piece. And I've detoxed so much. My pathways are so open. We're going to talk about what that journey was like in our next episode, what we'll talk about root causes. Um, but that transition there, I'm just being honest with myself. Like, where am I at in my health journey now? Why did I start the ketogenic diet? Okay. I started the ketogenic diet because I wanted to get my hormones back online. And at that point it had been five years eating keto consistently, doing fasting, doing short-term like intermittent fast, long-term fast, water fasting, bulletproof coffee type rocket fuel latte situations. I tried it all. And I was doing carb ups every other day, once a week, protein sparing, all sorts of things. And it achieved the goal. Like my hormones were great. In 2020, I just realized I, I want to get them greater. I want, I want my estrogen to be a little bit better. I want my progesterone to be a little bit better. I was starting to just notice some things that, you know, as, as we get into our mid thirties, definitely something we need to think of is how do I want to enter into menopause? I know it's a little ways off. I'm sure, you know, just with history and stuff like that, it's a little bit questionable as to when I will start experiencing this, but I, I really, I really, really wanted to make sure that I was going to go into menopause in the next five to seven ish years, like super strong, metabolically good, which keto had definitely provided to me and hormonally good. And so things were starting to happen. You know, I was, I was still wasn't a hundred percent free of fatigue. I still wasn't a hundred percent free of brain fog. And I get it. We're not going to be a hundred percent perfect. Awesome. The side of heaven. I totally know, but you know, your body and you know, and you're just like, mm, I think, I think it can be better. And if I'm being honest with myself, it's not all that great. <laughs> and that's kind of where I was, you know, I was getting quite a significant and dealing with quite a significant amount of anxiety. We talk about that a ton on the podcast. And if you are um, in my newsletter, we talk a lot about anxiety and how I use CBD oil for that. I would get shaky and lightheaded a lot dizziness when I stood up. What else? Um, yeah, like achy joints, like a lot of pain when I would eat certain things. My, my skin on my legs were pretty dry. I wasn't building muscle. So up until this point, I had been really avoiding like strenuous workouts because anytime I did it, it would make me really sick. That was definitely a mast cell activation issue, which we'll talk about, um, how, how that kind of rolled up into some of the root cause stuff going on for me. And so what I really want you to hear is our bodies are complicated and it takes work to discover what's going on. And I'm so incredibly thankful. I probably say this at least three times a week. I'm so thankful that I get to do this full time for people and I get to do this for myself. My libido wasn't like great. Uh, my memory wasn't great. So there were a couple of things that definitely 
more triggers of mm, my estrogen's not awesome, my progesterone's not awesome, my testosterone's not awesome, my DHEA is not awesome, and my cortisol could use improvement. Okay, so just kind of across the board, I'd gotten my hormones back with keto. I was feeling momentously better. You know, I think a lot of the ketogenic diet helped me with the mold situation before I knew it was mold. So that was great, but I knew that there were room for improvement. And so when I was working with this um, nurse practitioner, we started um, dialing in my DHEA and we started there because DHEA is a precursor for most of our hormones and can be quite beneficial for testosterone and estrogen. And so we started figuring out kind of what was that, what was that realm for me where I needed to feel more supported. And over the last two years, we've really landed on 50 milligrams of DHEA for myself. That's quite a high amount. I generally suggest people start off at like five milligrams. And so I did uh, Dutch testing on myself, which is uh, dried urine testing uh, for hormones to just kind of dial in exactly what was going on with the DHEA. In the United States, it's a non-prescriptive, meaning like you can just get DHEA your own, although I would highly, 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 highly suggest you test first. Um, so I did most of the DHEA work on my own, but what I did get support with was progesterone. I started on a little bit of oral progesterone that did not work for me. It caused the most incredible cramping all through my body. If you remember, I think it was last episode on my personal health journey. We talked about the pain in my neck. I do not even understand why, but the progesterone made my body hurt in that same place, like just so achy and terrible. Though it didn't affect my overall progesterone, it was still not optimal. And my ovulation wasn't absolutely optimal. And so I switched myself over to topical and that, oh, let me tell you, it's just been a total game changer. Okay. So started playing around with DHEA, brought in progesterone. Meanwhile, I'm eating breakfast, lunch, dinner, around hundred grams of carbs every day, not really working out all that much because whenever I did, I felt sick and like fluish and I wasn't developing muscle anyway. My testosterone was no good for that. And in 2021, I brought in very, 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 very low dose estrogen. And that is what shifted the needle with basically all the things. <laughs> it's incredible. Like just such a small amount made such a big difference for me. And that's where the nurse practitioner having just taken her along the ride with me and my hormones and what I was doing and keeping her in the loop. And she respected what I was doing. She asked questions and she was really just a cheerleader on the side of like, Hey, I'm thinking about trying this. What do you think? And she was like, yeah, and try this. And I'm like, great idea. And so if you can find a practitioner that aligns with you on that, and it's something that you want to manage with them. Oh, so great. I love doing that specifically with my practitioner clients. I'm becoming quite fond of working with other practitioners and just guiding them along the way to coach up their own body. And I just, I love, love, love that kind of work. And so, yeah, the estrogen piece started and when would that have been? Early 2022, like January or so, I just started feeling like I could work out. And so um, with my mast cells stabilized and my hormones starting to look really like optimal, like before on strict keto, they were great, but they just weren't optimal. So I just wanted to kick it up a notch, you know, and, and make things better. 
And so, um, yeah, January, 2022, I started working out. I wasn't really paying attention to any progress or anything. And, and when I came back, um, cause we, we stay in the Bahamas half of the year. When I came back, a friend said, your shoulders, they're great. <laughs> Maybe she's listening. Hey girl. Um, I'm like, really? What? I guess, I guess. Yeah. I've been working out every day. Maybe that's that. And I, I can't even tell you the last time I was able to build muscle. I don't even know. I mean, I trained and trained and trained and trained around 2007 to 2013. I was doing marathon training, brick workouts, like CrossFit. And I just, I couldn't build muscle. And I, I always thought it had something to do with hormones. And unfortunately I just wasn't I wasn't working with the right person to cheer me on. And I hadn't found the right person to just like empower me to make choices for myself and just, okay, move aside. I'm just going to run my own Dutch tests and hormone tests and blood tests rather, and just figure out what's going on here. And so now we're sitting at, when is this episode going live? I always like to record a little bit ahead of time. So this is probably October that you're listening. I'm recording this in September. I've been consistently working out since January, developing like a good amount of muscle, pretty crazy. And over the last couple of months, I've been starting to dabble more and more into fasting and keto again. Whether you're keto, low carb, paleo, or somewhere in between, electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. This is amplified on the ketogenic diet, but every human requires this balance. When you have adrenal hypo or hyper function, this affects your body's ability to balance sodium and potassium. Do you get headaches behind your left eye? This is a good sign that you need sodium. Headaches behind your right eye? This is a good sign you need potassium. Nearly every one of my clients that I work one-on-one -on -one with have an imbalance of electrolytes when they first come to see me. Symptoms such as headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, or seen right there in their blood work. Much of this is improved with proper electrolyte supplementation. Now, I personally consume at least one packet of electrolytes daily, and not just any electrolyte, element electrolytes, because it doesn't have sugar, fillers, coloring, artificial, gunk, and has the effective electrolyte ratio that so many other guys don't do right, with 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, that perfect combination. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single serving packets free with any element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinklmnt.com slash KDP. This deal is only available through my link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash kdp element offers a no questions asked refund so you can try it totally risk free if you don't like it share it with a friend and they will give you your money back no questions asked you really have nothing to lose i just love these guys again it's drinklmnt.com slash kdp and uh, i gotta say like I was pretty discouraged when i realized that i just i couldn't eat keto for a season and i was 
sad, you know, this is diet that had helped me so much. And it had become like, I know they say it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle and it's still a diet, but it's, it's, it's a way of living that, you know, it's easier and effortless and just so simple and it makes you feel so good. But sometimes you just need to do other things. And I had to make that call. And I'm so thankful that I did. And now, you know, when, for example, this morning, I, I woke up, I did some work, then I worked out, fasted. I could never do that. I felt great. I went in my sauna, I had a shower, and then I made like a high fat shake. And I feel good. You know, before it just, it wasn't optimal. And I gotta say, we're not, we're not seeking for perfect right? It'll never be perfect, but you know, your body enough to understand, like, be honest with yourself. Is it working for you right now? Whatever you're doing, is it working for you? Are there areas of improvement? And is your ego just holding on to, yeah, but I told so-and-so that I was going to do this or, you know, uh, there's a lot of pressure. I, I completely, re- I can completely relate to that. My business is based on what I do to my body for a living. <laughs> like to, to have that stress of just saying it's, it's not something I can do right now, or I need to shift this for myself and full well know that you're going to, there are going to be people that leave because of the decisions I have to make for my body. I can completely relate to how it could look flaky or whatever. But if you're honest with yourself, are there symptoms that are popping up and you just think this could be better? Of course, we don't want to get all disordered with it and become a hypochondriac and all those things. But just being honest with yourself, do you want it to be better? Yes or no? Do you think it could be better? Yes or no? Forget about whether or not you think you can do it or who are you going to find to help you and blah, 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 all that stuff, all the doubt that comes through. Just honestly asking yourself. And that's really what I came to in 2020 is like keto has done what I wanted it to do. I got a cycle. I've had it for five years. I have other things that I need to address and time, energy, money limits me. I got to shift them. And it doesn't mean that I can't go back to it. And so I kind of set the whole keto template aside, though I was still very much eating low carb, okay? But set it aside for a time, set fasting aside for a time. And now having cleared a bunch of things, which we're gonna talk about in our next episode, all about root causes and mold and parasites and the neck issues and mast cell activation and everything kind of tied up in those times, gave me the, the space I needed, gave my mitochondria the nourishment it needed and that timing for myself to get to that next level. And I am sure, in fact, I cannot wait to listen to these episodes in five years from now and be like, Leanne, oh my goodness, you didn't even know at XYZ point that this was going to happen and these are clues for this and that is a clue for that. And this is just a progression and it's a journey and it's exciting and I don't know at this point if I will be quote unquote hardcore keto. I think these last two years of just not fasting and incorporating carbs where it felt good for me has been great in understanding the metabolic switch that takes place. I mean, I was 
keto for five years, that does something to the metabolism. And I've been so thankful for my metabolic health and this next phase to my journey with my body. And ultimately, that's that's really what it's all about. And so, yeah, that's really my personal health journey of going off keto, sort of like doing it again, and how fasting has been so incredibly helpful for me. I'm not entirely sure if I'll ever do like super long term fasting again. I don't know if it's necessary for my health and my journey and where I'm at right now. But I gotta tell you, doing those fasts in the morning when I feel like I just don't want to eat sure is nice. And my adrenals are happy. And I think that's a huge thing. If you're fasting and you're experiencing fatigue and weakness and depression and dizziness and food sensitivities and digestive issues and cravings and low sex drive and the weakness and like hypothyroid symptoms, okay, then yeah, like it's, it's not working for you. And that's really where I had to come to that realization so that I could, you know, adjust some things before I came back to it. And just because something isn't working for you in this season doesn't mean it won't work for you in the next season, maybe even better. Right. So this could apply to literally anything. So Thank you so much for hanging out with me as I share my personal health journey. We'll do maybe one more episode on just the root causes, parasites, and all the things related to that here in November or so this time next month. And I I really hope you've enjoyed um, this series. Again, we have episode 384, 387, and now this one, and we'll do at least one more. And if you've come up with an idea or you have questions about it, feel free to message me on Instagram. That's probably the best way to connect with me at Leanne Vogel and give me some ideas. I'm always game for it. I'm currently planning out the 2023 calendar for the podcast. So if there's any way that I can help or resources that I can provide, I'm totally game. So thanks again for joining me for the Keto Diet Podcast and I'll see you back here next Tuesday for another episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.